0: Welcome to episode 21 of Movie Mumble.
1: We're legal! Really? <laughs>
0: what? Oh, for alcohol, yes. Different, <laughs> uh, different kind of oh, legal.
2: Is that why?
3: <laughs>
0: I, Inaugural. Yeah. I, and then when we get to 25, we have to make a joke about car rentals. Yeah. And then then it's just then boring
2: until we die. Yeah. Um, <laughs> See, we, we should have been drunk for this one and then be in a car for the 25th. Oh
3: one. my god. We still could. Well, There's quite a bit of ammunition over there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, movie Mumble is your monthly movie exploration and discussion podcast Where three of us take turns picking a movie, watching it, and then talking about it And it's just that simple uh, There aren't really any rules We can pick any film, new, old, foreign, domestic, animated, live-action, yada, yada, yada Anything we've seen before or not seen uh, All The only rule is we just have to watch it together and then talk about it, and that's it um, The idea is that we get more out of a movie when we watch it with people whose company we enjoy and that the discussion afterwards helps add to the experience. We want to encourage you all to watch movies together. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to this uh, Mr. Rogers version of
1: our <laughs> podcast.
0: The, PSA. Right. Um, <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> anyway, I'm your host, Scott Murray, and I'm joined, as always, by my uh, wonderful friends, Joel Lewis Howdy. and Tim Gerrard. Hello. I didn't have a joke to make about them this time because I couldn't put one together about space or about oh. being canceled before I, I said the oh. line. <laughs> I thought you were <laughs> gonna cost
2: like your shipmates or something. I could <laughs> have. That, that would have been a great Rogues idea. Gallery, yeah. I was right. I <laughs> crew. Yeah, I
0: should think about those beforehand. She she or not. No? Okay, <laughs> never like, mind. Different kind of crew. <laughs> <It's>
3: spelled differently.
0: <laughs> anyway, for this uh, episode twenty-one, the end of our seventh cycle, mm-hmm. uh, Tim was our movie selector, and Tim brought us *Serenity*. Uh, Serenity
3: film I made the joke. I don't have to say anything else. Ah. <laughs> Serenity, the film
0: that caps off the Firefly TV series. Uh, so, like I mentioned earlier, for those of you who aren't familiar, we take turns picking our film and then talking about it. We go in order. Tim picked this time. And, as our movie selector, that means Tim is also doing Le coin Flip. Tim has this glorious... Which coin did you bring today, Joel? It's the silver dollar. The doll. silver, silver dollar. The gorgeous silver dollar that George... Uh, Joel. George R. R. Jorgen. I was going to say Jorgen, <laughs> Jorgen because Morgan and Joel. I that see. Joel provides Jorgen. for us. Uh, our movie selector will flip That's that my coin. That's Jorgen here. Jorgen. It's better than Jobin. Uh, our, our movie selector will flip that coin. The person next in line, which in this case is Jorgen, yes. is Joel. Uh, we'll call like it in Swedish the chef's brother. <laughs> <Jorgen. born. laughs> we'll call it in the air. And then the winner of that coin toss gets to pick which of us gets to, or has to, describe the film we just watched, summarized (laughs) So, Tim, whenever you're ready, if you want to go ahead and make that coin
2: for me. I'm just glad it's not me. Heads. Tails.
3: Uh, This is is a good one. I'm interested in what Joel has to say. How much do you value uh, Jorgen's uh, friendship? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wasn't that in well, *Fairly Odd Parents* Jorgen von Strangle? Yes, that was the oh, really buff yes. fairy. Oh, there you yes. go. I guess Tim hasn't seen that. Uh, That's after your uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I'm wondering.
0: I know you have a lot to say. Yeah, no, it's
3: not so much like I think you I'll, might. be I'll the take better, the summary. Yeah, thank
0: you. I'll just I'll take the summary. I so. That.
3: <laughs> so, podcast <laughs> symbiosis is maintained. <made laughs> <laughs> so
1: *Firefly*
0: was a TV series. Um, what? A, <laughs> a, a, I don't know necessarily how to describe it. Sort of a. It's a, I mean, it's a sci-fi for sure, a mix of sci-fi and western bits, but it's just about this motley crew <laughs> of yeah. people on their uh, their freighter, doing the jobs they can to get by, and they're not all on the best of terms with the galactic government that rules the center of the galaxy. But the, the alliance is that what it's yeah, called? The yeah, the alliance. But the outer edges are a little more, not lawless, just sort of more free, and this just depicted in the show. You know. Yeah very Old West sort of frontier. You know, you can find towns and places and get work of varying levels of legality and simplicity, you know, or you can be a criminal, you know. And, uh, but I'm in space, with spaceships. Uh, the series was canceled, and Serenity is the film which concludes the series. Uh, and I've got to say, I think they did it pretty well. Better than I was expecting for a series that got cut so short. Yeah. I thought they'd try to cram more into the film to sort of mm-hmm. shove all the leftover stuff, but they, no, yeah. they kept it pretty simple. So... We we have our crew of people here, and the alliance is coming after one of our characters, River. Mm-hmm. She's a sort of psychic or what have you. She's got fancy mental powers going on. They were experimenting on her. It, that comes up a few times in the series, if I'm mm-hmm. mistaken. But that's we finally get some real conclusion to that in this. This is right. They've, the the you know the season long thing they've been touching on is finally just it's going to happen now. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out part of the reason they want her is because she knows the secret of how the Reavers got created, which is this race of intelligent zombies, <laughs> basically <laughs> <laughs> just horrible, flesh eating, psychotic, roaming death machines and people that mm. just slaughter everything they come near. And The Dark Secret, which I'm, I guess I'm about to spoil, this very old film, this even older TV series. Right. I think it was 2005. Right. Um, <laughs> is that the Alliance created the Reavers. By accident, but they did.
3: But out of a desire to mentally control Yeah, control <laughs> people, yeah. right. Citizens. And
0: so for our Captain Mal and his, a couple of his crew members, they're veterans of the Civil War in which the Alliance eventually cemented its control over the galaxy, which is part of why he's living on these fringes. So there's an Alliance assassin hunting them, and they're sort of uncovering the secrets as the assassin is on their trail, and at the end there's a big big rush to get the secret out before the assassin can catch up with them so yeah there's your there's your plot wow. there I, it was.
3: It's
2: so much easier when you do it, than when I do it. <laughs> i'd heard that <laughs> That's what one of is. the
0: big things that this film blew my expectations away in terms of was i've heard from people that it can be confusing if you haven't seen the whole series now i've seen a
1: i want to say about half of oh, it okay
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite recall i got up just past a couple episodes past Janestown, I think. Mm-hmm. Tim's our expert here. I don't know how far <laughs> in that is, but a good chunk. I had an understanding. I knew what the Reavers were. I knew about the war. I knew what River's deal was. Mm-hmm. You know, Joel, you mentioned you've only seen like one episode, right? Half of the Half first an episode. Episode.
3: Yeah. And
0: I, so, so okay, yeah. You should answer this for me then. Was any of it hard to follow?
3: It's not without hard the to I just think it. I have so much to say. Right yeah, yeah. So then
0: I'll, I'll, I'll hand it over to you in a second here. Yeah, but then yeah, for, that. I didn't feel like that way watching it and I'm glad you didn't either, because like I said, that was one of the biggest complaints I get from people was that the film got sort of advertised more effectively than the series ever had mm-hmm. and a lot of people just went to see it or came across it somehow yeah. and, and were left you know, and it lost. And I can't I can't
3: see how. I people, mean it does... people are dumb. No, no. no, it, I, I, it, no it also I... does some expositional lifting too yeah. in it. I, I think it, it establishes at least the yeah, I think it who everybody well. is and what kind of the dynamic yeah. is. I think Certainly. that's pretty well explained.
0: Yeah, and then there are maybe a couple things you might be missing from the the Shepherd Book and his Haven, where they go to to, yeah. to lie low. I didn't get as far as where Shepherd Book went to Haven, <laughs> but I knew who Shepherd Book was. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh, right, this, this guy I used to be with. Oh, I guess he's hanging out now, and they they kind of live here sometimes. Great, you know, I was able to put that together. But then they mention that in the film later." that's the first place they go and they mention everywhere we've ever lain low every home we've ever had everyone we've talked to get in touch with them because Mm -hmm. they're in danger you know and they communicate pretty clearly that this is one of their
2: safe spots so yeah I I think
0: I think it did pretty well
2: yeah and even all that that doesn't happen on the show like that's something that you Hmm. assume like as far as I know like I'm trying to remember I almost I feel like maybe there's a point where book leaves but I don't think so like I think when the series ends like everyone's together Huh. And you just sort of go into the movie going, well, where where's, where's Book? Where's book? Anara? Oh. And then they kind of fill those blanks in. So even if you had seen the whole oh, series, interesting. those aren't <laughs> things that are elaborated on. You know, you're just... Because I think it is, even though in real time, yes, years passed between the end of Ser, uh, Firefly and the beginning of Serenity. I think what they were trying to create is that, like, in the you know that universe that much time had also passed so there was there were a lot of things so it wasn't meant to take place like the day after the last episode like a lot of time had passed so we're supposed to kind of i think extrapolate okay this is all the stuff that's happened since then they've had some you know either fallings out or whatever you know um and i and i think that was that was sort of part of it that you know even when i first saw it like it was a little jarring for me um you know, because it wasn't where the show left off. But it was just kind of like, okay, yeah, like, time has passed. Like, things have happened, you know, and you kind of just... Um, like, Mr. Universe was a completely new character. Like was he was, was, he was really? Yeah, oh. he was never mentioned in the show. I remember when they mentioned him, like, well, who the fuck is this? You know, and it was kind of like, okay, you just kind of... Um, I mean, there could... I know there were a few comic series that were written, like, either in between and after Serenity, so maybe it was it in one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, you know, that's just sort of the sense is that, yeah you know, because they're doing these, these jobs that, you know, like you said, have varying degrees of legality. Like, yeah, they have like either safe havens they go to All or certain people. Yeah, yeah. Like, Oh, like, okay, you're going to sell this thing and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you kind even though you didn't necessarily meet every single one of them. Um, and I could see that being like a, a decision that Joss made where he had mapped out probably an entire season. And it's like, here's a bunch of stuff I was going to do that I didn't get to do. So when Serenity picks up, let's assume all that had happened, and we can reference it, but, you know, not necessarily in a way yeah. that's, like, a major plot point, but, oh, yeah, to so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. And it's like, well, I know that name, but I don't recognize that name. Like, okay, you know, I only get to see one or two of their safe havens along the way. Maybe they, yeah, they must have more than just that. And you yeah. kind of just fill those blanks in. Yeah. So so that was one of the things, too, is that even, even for those of us who had seen the show there was still a gap there, you know? Um, you know, I mean, it's kind of like Star Wars, you know? Like, when you pick up with, you know, uh, probably the best example, you know, was between episodes six and seven, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like, what, what has ha- You know, it's like, I don't think a lot of people are mm-hmm. like, well, why isn't Han Solo on the Millennium Falcon? Oh, like, it, like right. it wasn't a flaw well, of the it's movie. Been, like, yeah, time it's been had decades, passed. Yeah, right. Things had yeah. happened, you know? Yeah. So that, that was kind of part, not as much time, but like, but some time, you know? Being able to piece together what, what you've missed is important but yeah
0: that was presented well here i -hmm. think for sure
2: yeah and i and i think it's more yeah it's more intended to be like world building where it's like okay if we reference more things than you see it's like yeah the galaxy is bigger than just like these two or three planets we but rather
0: than just spouting words and expecting us to apply something to them Mm -hmm. they were all spouted within a framework that had already been arranged yeah yeah -hmm. yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. which worked out well yeah
2: so and, and that that was one of the things that I said before the po- but we started watching is I was like I'm gonna you know one of the things I'm gonna ask you guys about is like with your varying knowledge of the show like how did you perceive the movie and um, yeah so Scott said you you said you had seen a few episodes I've seen right? yeah, I, I, like I said I might have made it halfway I can look up the list here but okay I, I
3: made it you've yeah have definitely seen Out of Gas you've seen Jamestown Jamestown yeah I Jane yeah, Jane for the like the character Jane. The character Jane I don't know who that is. Uh, the, big, the guy uh, who loves all the
2: grenades and the guns. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The one who is least likely to be named Jane. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. List of
2: episodes. So one of the ones I, w- I was hoping you would have gotten to was uh, War Stories. That's another I one of my favorites. I don't think I
0: made it to that one. We've talked about it. Here we go. List of episodes. Wikipedia. All right. Obviously the opening. Train job. Bushwet. Shindig. Safe. Mrs. Reynolds. Janestown. Out of gas. Ariel. Uh, War Stories is next. Oh, okay. It's, uh, so episode 8 is out of Guess, episode 9 is Ariel, which is the last one I remember, the hospital yeah, Yeah, heist, mm-hmm. And then apparently 10 is War Stories out of a total of 14. So I made it most of the way through.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. And and that's the thing, too, is where the last episode um, was it Objects in Space, I think. Like, that one doesn't necessarily leave you with this cliffhanger that leads right into it. I think in, in a lot of ways, it, it it was a, it was a kind of nice way to end the series because it has this degree of not, not a retrospective, but kind of like with with Out of Gas, how you get kind of these moments with each of the characters yeah. and see how they fit into everything, as opposed to just okay, it's this plot line that's just pushing forward. Um, so, uh, Objects in Space had a bit of that where it was like okay, we're gonna spend a moment with, you know, because what it, um, I won't I won't talk about it you actually do watch it. But but there is like okay, individual people that it's kind of focused on and not necessarily their past but more about, you know, I guess their their present or something. Um so it was a nice way. It wasn't just like in the middle of okay, we're building towards something and stop. You know, and it did leave us kind of in a nice place with River too, like where mm. her what her place was on the ship and things like that. Um and uh, and that was one of the things I really liked about the opening too you know speaking for those of us who have seen the whole
1: series
2: (laughs) is that we never knew the story of how he he rescued river so to start this the the movie with that story which was new for us like we knew he he rescued her but to go back and tell that story retroactively but as a way of also people who haven't seen it like hey This guy's sister was being tortured and experimented on, and he saved her, and that's and then when they kind of introduced the crew, it's like, okay, that's how they got there. So it's kind of like, I I thought that was, and again, I I can only speak from someone who has seen the show, but to me it seemed like it would be a good way to bring everyone in, as opposed to if you started with the crew, like, why, why is this girl so crazy, what the hell's going on? Like, you know, you might not get the sense that it tells
0: us why river is important if we've never seen anything yeah
2: if we have seen things it tells us how he got her out right and it also kind of i feel like it also separates the two of them from the rest of the crew yeah you know where instead of if they just introduce the whole crew and they're all there together it's like yeah this is just the crew it's like well no here's these two people who they've been kind of of along for the ride yeah
0: Yeah. their own thing going on Yeah. yeah falling in with this band yeah so we've let, we've we've put Joel in silence long enough. <laughs> Let's open the floodgates. Yeah.
3: Um, so I think my main issue with it is it seems to lean really heavily on having seen the series at least for caring about the characters. Because I feel like I didn't see much of any of yeah, them that's developed true. in this. So when Alan Tudyk dies, I'm like that. I know that sucks for people who've seen it, but mm-hmm, I haven't yeah. seen anything of this character. Yeah. And Gina yeah. has like one tear in that second. Gina Torres' character has one tier, and then she's angry in the next one, but I don't, like... I know they were together, but I didn't see... Oh, right, yeah, they're husband and wife. Yeah, Right, but that's... You kind of... I don't know if that got mentioned. The way it's written, it's like this shorthand that, like, all of these character relations... Like, I knew... The companion is that what yeah, the title was? She's a horror space whore. Is that yeah. what it's called? Space whore. Yeah. That's what it, I, This is <laughs> no. You're yeah. a thousand horror. percent right. Yeah. <laughs> you're
0: you reminding me of the old like. How do we make our story go into sci-fi? Put space in front everything. <laughs> I, I just have a quick comment, real
2: quick. So 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 um, I used to play board games with uh, a couple of guys who uh, we actually play. You know uh, the the Denver Dresden Files yeah. with. And and we would play the Serenity board game uh-huh. or right. the Firefly board game. And one of the jokes we had is like we would put space like, okay, I need some, you know, I'm gonna buy some fuel, <laughs> space, I mean, space yes. fuel. I'm gonna get <laughs> some space money space to buy my, fuel. my space fuel. And, right. I'm gonna buy a space gun, and like that was like the running yeah. joke. Is like, yeah, you put space in front of anything. Yeah. So, it's so just, yeah, that's fits it, right that's into the, the world. world. I'm sorry,
3: yeah. <laughs> See, and the other thing I was th- like, I was noticing, Tim, you were laughing at a lot of the jokes, which mm-hmm. were kind of falling flat for me because I don't know the character dynamics. every time. Jane would say something that was supposed to be funny. I feel like it was kind of leaning on its history like this is kind of the lovable dude. Yeah, that's that's right. Fair. That's yeah. right.
0: And you and do we do get some real development in the series between mm-hmm. I mean, things like Out of Gas and Janestown Yeah. And even just the first episode, if I recall, opens with the war with Mal and Zoe mm-hmm. and their you see unit how plucky in Mal the, used to be That Battle of Swanity Valley, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, the last the conclusion when the alliance finally crushed the last of the independent factions. Mm-hmm. And and as people fall around them, and they end up the survivors, and like so, yeah, so much of that was set out in the sh- in the series. You're right; they kind of just let it lie. Yeah, and I, I know that
3: the the, the dynamic between uh, Nathan Fillion and um, the companion was always like a will they, won't they, constantly like. But not, there's not a whole lot. Of, she's not even there. She's in barely the in the movie, and that's actually. the thing. Like from the jump, she is in that first episode, and I I got the sense that she's a pretty main character mm-hmm. as it goes through. So it was I. I I was able to say, okay, I'm supposed to care about these characters because there was a whole season left and I knew little things from the little bit I had watched. Mm-hmm, yeah. But for a lot of it, it just felt like, okay, they're dead, but okay, who cares? Yeah. And I, the Reavers were supposed to be pretty... Like crazy and mysterious, right? And this kind of, yeah, throws Series ex- for sure. explanation for them, right? Yeah,
2: that was kind of the thing you write. It's like it was a culmination of what had been built through the series. So, yeah, right. so if this is your introduction to them,
3: yeah, it's like, it's oh, like oh, cool. Oh, okay. And this, we see very little of them, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, Mad Maxi, yeah, the film basically says they're gonna, so. they're gonna kill everything. Yeah, yeah okay. we see a little bit of them, and then okay, they're at the end, and then they're explained away, which is less satisfying. Not having watched the series, mm-hmm. I, there's no like mystery, like it's not that like the bull right? Where they just show up and it's this, they're assimilating and they're super powerful and where did they come from and we're not ready for it and like that they, having watched the episodes that build to like the Borg movie or whatever it was, mm-hmm. the culmination of that in yeah. yeah, it was First Contract, that's right mm-hmm. um, So that was yeah. that was so With
0: this, they've, they've already been the monster under the bed for an entire right. season of television. Yeah.
3: And that's the thing, like I feel like this was definitely built to be
1: yeah, it, it's the, it's a yeah.
3: fan service film. I feel like yeah. it's here's yeah. the conclusion for the fans of this thing, yeah. and i just not having access to that shorthand. It was kind of, mm-hmm. and I think another thing that was off putting about it was the the dialect that they're using. Mm-hmm. This kind of old west meets yeah mandarin. slang meets so mandarin. <laughs> I'll admit that was
0: that was in the show too. No, was, what I'm saying yeah. to used is, to. <laughs> yeah.
3: had I watched the show and gotten used to it, I feel like it would be less off putting and less. Mm-hmm. I I think another thing that got me off on the wrong foot some of the effects haven't aged very well, I mean it's 2005 that's that's... fair but the um, the way the movie opens where it's River's memory of being manipulated and then it pulls out in case she's being interrogated and so it was like her as a little girl right that's what she's remembering mm-hmm. then she's we pull back and we see that she's being interrogated and manipulated and then her brother shows up and then it's a hollow recreation like a recording of the escape attempt mm-hmm. yeah. so I, I feel like I it was pushing me out of frame I felt like I could not suspend my disbelief by the time we got to what it was actually happening I don't know Yeah. it also I don't know <laughs> I I wanted to like it, yeah. and I yeah. I feel like s- the idea of a space western should appeal to me. Like mm-hmm. that's yeah. those two genres together, and that was why and I was then, excited. And then you me. might still like the series; that might still be worthwhile. I don't if know if I want to go back after seeing this, though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like I I don't know if there's enough here to to get me back to that because I <laughs> Nathan Fillion's like a lesser Han Solo to me. I don't I don't know I I. That's what I'm not trying to shit all over No, it's no, 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 that's just fair, to yeah. This
2: well, no, and that's what I'm curious about, yeah, like, to see, like, how does this hold up when it's the movie on itself? It's just, you know?
3: and that's the thing, with the effects and how the ships are, and, I mean, that's a product of the time, but it also felt, like, paired, down, almost like a TV show. Like, I was mm-hmm. watching, it didn't feel like a movie. It felt like a long episode of a TV show yeah. in terms of how the production value. I think mm-hmm. when they go to the, the um, Matilda planet, And when they're fighting the Reaver, like the Reaver army. Yes. Like those, (laughs) they really, you can see the money in the the shots on those. But those early, like the early um, uh, heist and those things, I just, there was like little
0: And I I couldn't tell whether I was impressed that they had managed to scrape up enough money out of their canceled series to do these things. Gotcha. Or whether I was disappointed that they could do these things and then other parts of the film were not as impressive.
2: Well, that's part of what I thought of too is like, and I feel like a lot of movies don't do this, is like, you know, if you have X amount of money for your budget, and you know we're going to have this big-ass battle scene, like, right. you that's do that you first. You yeah. put all the money there. Yeah. So if you have a little few things in the beginning, they're easier to yeah. forgive, then make the beginning look amazing, and then you have this battle and it looks like two kids, you know,
3: smashing a toy, two toys
2: together. Right, right and that's
3: the, like the, for the heist sequence, it's about the quippiness between and the d- dynamic of the crew, right? Like, that, that's the, the mm-hmm. money in that shot. So it, it doesn't really matter that the effects are there, but I'm not as attached to those characters mm-hmm. from the two seconds I've seen them before the Heist right. show. So yeah. So it, it's and I'm I'm trying to apply your philosophy, Tim, of like if I don't like something, is it, it it's not that it's necessarily bad, it's like what is it about it that I'm not getting. Right. And yeah. I think it's because it had fourteen episodes of a series of right. story building and character arcs. Yeah. And then this is the conclusion. I, yeah. I don't know that it was The purpose of the film
1: made, is entirely like, central
0: yeah. plot, what happens at the end. right? You know, everything else. This is the been, culmination. This is
3: like watching... Right. Those other steps have been done for without it. ...without having so. seen anything else, right. I feel
2: like. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the other thing, too, which for, to me, and not to try to, like, justify it or, you know, say, oh, no, you're, you're wrong about the effects, but, like, one of the things that early on, the way it kind of uh the way the way my brain processed the the effects where i think a lot of it had to do with you have like this spaceship which was and i think maybe the the flaw was that they did it like computer generated instead of like a model you know i think that's one of the things that worked well with with star wars obviously in the original trilogy but like this idea of so many of the planets look like the old west so it almost looks like a time travel movie where you have horses and grass and these like log cabins and a spaceship. Right. So like part of it to me, and and I, again because I watched the series, I think I learned to sort of like adjust to that, and mm-hmm. that was part of the charm. It's explained very
0: well in the you series yeah. because they, they go into a little more detail about you know the alliance as this urban technological center of the galaxy, and then the outside edges, despite officially being under the alliance because of the big war they fought. Are still often just a bunch of planets that got terraformed and people decided to go make a life in. You know, right? Yeah, the wild west metaphor fits very well because of the contrast of you know the east coast and New York and your city life, in that in that that time period as film presents it, and then the sort of lawlessness of yeah. the west. But then every so often a marshal shows up. Yeah,
2: and, you it's know, like if you saw rinse. a Lamborghini driving down the road in Nebraska. You know, yeah. <laughs> right.
0: and in in the series you have lots again just. Like, with the characters and everything else, you have lots of time to let that breathe. Right. To explore it and to get used to it.
3: And see, the other thing is, like, there, there's this sense of wanting to say, show, like, the working man in space, right? Like, the idea of the, the outlaw who was a soldier. And I feel like Alien did that really well. Space truckers. Right? Like, the Nostromo is, like, a dilapidated space truck. Yep. Right? It's and literally it, it, a space truck. Right. A cargo they, hauler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Serenity is the name of the ship, right? Yes. Yeah. But Firefly
2: is the class, like the like with Millennium okay. Falcon. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. the Corellian right it's or Galaxy with,
3: class yeah. Star Cruiser in yeah. uh, right. Star Trek. Yeah. Um, so, with that, is that a warship? Because they had one cannon that they stuck on it. No, no she's that, a yeah.
0: she's a smuggler's craft like the Falcon. Yeah, that was like Cargo after Jerry the war. there. Gotcha.
3: Yeah. Because yeah. that's He's a, bit, a like. It's a hauler. So yeah, yeah. I don't know it. it like you said, using CGI versus the practical effects in, like, a, an Alien or a Star Wars. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
3: even Spaceballs <laughs> uses practical. There's a like, great <laughs> opening scene where it's, like, the ship going overhead, but it goes on for, like, five minutes long. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, they have the words line. on it saying, like, <laughs> yeah. how big is the ship? Yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh.
2: Well, that was one of the things i think when it first came out too like i i remember watching it then and for the time like i think the effects were really good and this was just the show too Mm -hmm. and like that was one of the things and i I, i'm probably wrong as far as saying it was the first show that did this but it was the first show i was aware of where it would do things like have these quick zoom ins on the ship and it would be out of focus for a second because it was like you know if you're filming a spaceship with an actual camera Mm -hmm. and you zoom in on it like And they would do things like that, like add flaws to it Mm -hmm. that made it seem more organic. They do that all the time. Like the the drops of water water on the lens. Yeah, 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 exactly. So maybe that was the first one to do it. They came out about the same time, honestly. I don't know. But yeah, but that same type of like, let's take this thing that's clean and pristine because we're making it in a computer, but add real-life flaws to mm-hmm. it. And, and I remember seeing that and being like, oh, God, like, it just... The effect was, yeah, they're actually zooming in on a real spaceship flying up in the, stu- in right. the sky, and it's landing, mm-hmm. you know, amidst all these horses, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. so, it, again, it was jarring, but, it like, I, I, I felt like that was part of the the charm of it, you know, gotcha. um, which, again, if you don't get to live with that
3: charm for 14 episodes to right. just launch into it, I can see what that would be. It's interesting to me that, that Mr. Universe was not... In existence before this movie. Yeah, yeah. I assume that is. Again, like,
2: Joss could have had plans for him later in the season. Yeah. You know, and it was just like, well, this is a thing I was going to establish, so let's just put him there, you know?
3: Yeah. It just, he he seemed really convenient. I was like, if he's in the series and there's some development there, okay, that, I I guess they have like an oracle type figure. But, and also, the name is bad. (laughs) Mr. Universe just sounds like it was a working title that they ran out of time. I don't, and also that. Character I've seen in too many other things where he's just a normal <laughs> guy. It's yeah. like I can't take you seriously. Yeah. You no, know, that's. Uh, the, I think I just really had a problem buying in to like I yeah, could not suspend what happens to these people. My yeah. disbelief, yeah. I guess. I don't mm-hmm.
0: know. That's fair. Well, you know, know, it took a while in the series anyway. To be yeah. fair, even it took a few episodes mm-hmm. before I was there. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that happens in lots of TV series, but. This one it felt very much much firmer, you know, much like, ah, this episode, great, we're here, I'm watching, right. like I'm in. Yeah, you know, I don't remember which one that was. Yeah, See, the, the comparison we got there.
3: We've continued to make about the series was it similar to anime and that it doesn't kind of get going until you're yeah. a few. I mean, every series is like that, but it's more dramatic in anime, I think.
0: See, I the thing I would say about anime is that your first couple episodes are always just very, very world building heavy mm-hmm. in anime and you you hit, like, episode, you know, three or four, and then that's, here's your typical episode. But they just took a few and just sort of, on purpose, it was like, no, no, this isn't, like, this isn't the show. Mm-hmm. We're just explaining everything to you now. And, like, like, it's an intentional choice, you know? That sort of ended up happening in Firefly, but it didn't, it didn't feel quite as purposeful.
3: Mm. I don't know, I guess I'm wanting to compare it to Skycrawlers in my head, and I'm not sure, I mean, it's not really on the same... But like, I didn't have any investment in those characters, but I gradually did.
0: Because the Sky College doesn't have a TV series, right? That's fair. I'm so just, they, they I had, had no choice but to do that work. I don't know. Yeah, I would I would argue about um, not argue about. I would I would mention Full Metal Alchemist because uh, that has there are the two different series, right? There's regular Full Metal Alchemist, and then there's Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oy. And we're just gonna call them FMA and the Brotherhood, and that's gonna be one and two.
3: I opened the anime wormhole.
1: But no,
0: (laughs) series happens and then they cap it with a film, and the film is the epilogue. Okay. And it's very much just like this, Mm -hmm. right? That you don't don't introduce people or do development. There's one character who's really important to the series who only shows up in the last like 10 minutes of the film, Mm -hmm. but it makes sense. But with um, with Brotherhood, there is a movie, but it's not the end of the series. The series just got to run its course and finish and be done. Mm -hmm. So the movie is a complete standalone. Just a two-hour, it's a two-hour episode. That's all it is. It's a two-hour adventure. And because they can't do anything to the main characters in the movie, they have to introduce, like, 50 different other people just for this film so that they have characters they can kick around and do things to. <laughs> <laughs> and I might be mixing up which series has which film, but you know what I mean. The point, the point stands. And, and thinking about, I could have totally shown you the standalone film and you'd probably be okay. You might not be invested in our two or three main characters who come from the main TV series, because, like, with Firefly, their development got done in the series, mm-hmm. you know. But the whole point of this film was that it could take place anywhere between, like, episodes 20 and 500. It's just one of the things that happen. So everything else, including all the characters that are introduced just for the movie, feels normal and typical. Gotcha. Whereas the other film that caps the series feels much more like this. Mm-hmm. Because it's also capping a that, series. That's right? kind of
3: how I've, I've always heard Serenity described as a standalone That doesn't really necessitate watching a series. But I've only ever heard that from people who watched the series. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. So, you, so what, that was what I mention the very first thing I mentioned about people getting confused. So we can confirm that in terms of following the plot... It works as a standalone. No, it's fine. Like, but in terms of investment in the plot <laughs> and the characters, and the, yeah, and it's yeah. just it's I mean, a little lacking.
3: It, it, it's as much as a an individual episode of any show would be. Like, you can get what's happening, but you may right. not know the character development or what mm-hmm. little subplots are going on. You get a little mm-hmm. bit of it. Like, it just felt like another episode in the middle of a series that right. I wasn't watching. You know, that's I guess that's the closest analog. Mm-hmm. I don't know that there are a lot of other live action series that were kept with movies is that right I well think? I
2: think the, the example you gave originally like with, with Star Trek The Next Generation with right. the, the Borg mm-hmm. like I think the first time I saw um, uh, First Contact it was I had seen like a few episodes here and there of Next Generation as a kid mm-hmm. but I was like well I want to watch and I think I had, a, I, had I was going through all of the Star Trek movies yeah. so I probably saw those but I didn't similar sort of thing like i didn't have the relationship with the borg because i had been watching them pop up in next generation like i knew the characters in next generation because i like i said i seen a few episodes but i never got to see those characters developed and then building into this part of the movie Mm -hmm. it was just kind of like yeah i know data's an android i know this i know that you know and it kind of you know was aware of who everyone was but wasn't like invested in them, you know, the way the, I had been. The you inherent know, so.
0: problem with making a film out of a TV series is mm-hmm. that when the film is the thing entirely on its own, it has to meet certain requirements of character introduction, character backstory, character development, etc. But when a TV series, and I, I think we've talked in person, I don't know if we've talked on microphone yet, about like how a, a well-done series has so much more room to stretch than a film does but that's its own thing because, you know, they can total up to many hundreds of hours and yeah. films right, stuck yeah. at two and a half. Yeah. But, but, um, Breath when you have a Bad, TV series... Horrible. You, you <laughs> <gotta do. laughs> yeah. Right, that's the thing. They, they are faced with either do we develop these people, which is all a waste of time for everyone who's watched the show and it leaves them sitting there, you know, twirling their thumbs, or do we not develop these people and alienate everyone who hasn't seen the series?
3: Right. I think the interesting thing with Star Trek is because it's always been episodic, The way I've watched it, I Mm -hmm. used to get, like, VHS tapes from the library of the old series and then Mm -hmm. catching individual Mm -hmm. episodes. It just always felt like, okay, this is... Even the movies are like, okay, this is just another chapter in the Star Trek. Like, so even if I didn't know who the Borg were when I first watched First Contact, it's like, I know these are aliens and I know how Star Trek works and (laughs) everything should be okay by the end. Like, Mm -hmm. that kind of... I don't know. Mm -hmm. it, It makes me... Kind of that's considered the... series that ended prematurely, and the idea of having a film to cap them off is now less appealing to me. As because hmm. I.
0: But if it were a series that you knew knew well,
2: Hannibal.
3: No, I. That's, that's <laughs> well, <right>. obviously that's <laughs> not what if, I'm if thinking. If it were of. Hannibal, yeah. then but <laughs> I'm <laughs> thinking you probably like, get a lot more out of the film. But then I have to defend Hannibal already, right? Like. Ah, uh, yeah. You don't so want all these
0: people stumbling across the film. And, and then, then they're going, watching
3: the film as like, this is garbage <laughs> because I don't understand the character dynamics. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. well, duh, you didn't watch the series. And fuck you for not watching the series. <laughs> like, and I... I under- well, fuck you
2: for not watching Firefly!
3: I, 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 I knew as I was saying that, that was the sentiment that you were having. and it, that, <laughs> like dogs for not watching Awake. <laughs> that's fair. But it, it's, it's, it's oh. like... I don't know. Like... <laughs> What is the best way to finish a series? Like, because yeah. some stay way too fucking long, The right. Office. Some end really prematurely, like Hannibal or Firefly. Firefly or the thing I said that you forgot about already. Yeah. I heard it. No, no, you did. You're right, you did. Sorry.
0: I just wasn't sure you heard what I said in the middle of our yelling. <laughs> but you did. So I,
3: I just don't know. I don't know if the two can blend in the way that would be satisfying for everybody involved. Because you'd want right. it to be a standalone, but the standalone Hannibal stories are Signs of the Lambs and Red Dragon, and those movies. Like they had filmed things yeah. before, and then the series grew out of them. I'm going back to. A f- I don't know. I, it's yeah.
2: well, and and maybe part of the the answer too is that maybe when it when it came out, it was also. Um, in the early stages of like the, the super serialized television, you know, like like I remember like when Lost had come out, like mm-hmm. that was revolutionary because like I mean I feel like there were other sto- shows that had like an ongoing story, but it's kind of like you could catch an episode here and there, like you said, like oh okay, like this this episode has its own arc where as long as I kind of follow that and kind of assume a few things, I'll be fine. Whereas with, with Lost was this big, ongoing story. Like, like even with Firefly, like, there is, there is like, a subtle, ongoing thing. But you can still, like, if you know, yeah, it's a bunch of people, they're space pirates on a spaceship, go. You can watch an episode and be like, okay, yes, lot, that like concluded. A like season one
0: of Hannibal, where each yeah. episode has a case that they just solve. Yeah. But then there are always little bits about the overarching right. stuff. But Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: But, like, with, with Lost, I don't know that you could just come in partway through and right. be like, what You'd the be, fuck's you going you on? You would be and, lost. Yeah, yeah, right. Um. <laughs> But it's like, not
3: like SVU where every episode is right, the same yeah. fucking thing. Exactly. Card. Yeah. And that's why those movie those are so easy to consume because it's just like same shit. It's right. very comfortable yeah. I can yeah. slide Toss in it and on. Slide I don't yeah. care
0: what episode it is. So yeah. I can
2: enjoy it this time. So I think maybe that's the thing with maybe Firefly was too like I don't want to say ahead of its time like I'm trying to add like, you know, like, oh, people who don't get it. And shit. But no, like I I feel like that type of TV hadn't become
3: as established. Right. Two thousand five so is pretty like we were yeah. just on the cusp of the arrow yeah. that we've come into.
2: Whereas like nowadays, if if the Serenity movie was released nowadays, like it's like you said with Endgame, like I don't know how many people are gonna be like, Oh yeah, I'll go see that Avengers movie. Oh, have you seen the others? No. And I think some people do do that, but I feel like they they know, okay, I haven't seen everything that's come before. If there's things I'm missing in this movie, that's that's my fault, not the movie's fault. Right. Like like Endgame is not meant to be a self-contained thing, right. and but but we're more used to that now. Whereas that's I the think thing, maybe like, those yeah, films with, have
3: trained us towards that kind of mindset. Yeah, right? like,
2: like it's like if you're gonna go see Endgame, either you do the homework and watch the movies, or shut the or, fuck up. Or yeah, or you're okay with it. Whereas with Serenity, it's kind of like when it came out, it was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go see this standalone movie. This movie right. Well, what the hell? I don't understand any of this. You know, is it like, well, yeah. So, but no but well, one of the things I'm glad about with with, with sort of your take on it is that I know because I feel like beforehand I would kind of tell people, oh, you should watch Firefly. Well, if you're not sure, Watch Serenity because it's a self-contained movie, and then if you like it, go back. But now I know not to recommend that because right. if people do jump into Serenity, they probably won't like it. I so think it's what like you
3: said about like doing Out of Gas and War stories, yeah, and like having these like this is what the show is, right? This is the yeah. Kind of essence yeah, you can of skip
2: it. to this episode, and then if, yeah. if you like With it, that, start from that's here. where you yeah. can yeah. go. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah, because because one of the things you mentioned too that I actually thought of as this was happening in the movie is like for the longest time I fucking hated Wash. Like I thought he was so annoying, so like milk toast, like I just I was like, why is he here? It's really distracting to see and... him without
3: his British accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: really distracting to see his face and not an animated character. Oh, right. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> but like but yeah, for so much of it I was just like like, oh, like why is he even here? And I forget at what point, I think it was probably War Stories, where it like kind of brought him a little more to the front and more of like, oh, okay, like it it kind of it, it it fleshed out, like, well, I think because Zoe's character is so central, you know, being the first mate and everything, yeah. which which is great. But, like, with Wash, it's just like, well, he's just the husband and the pilot, you know, which right. I'm sure was a nice sort of, you know, twist on that whole dynamic yeah. where, oh, you know, she's just the wife. She's in the background. Right. And he was like that for so long... So it was just kinda like, I, I don't care about this guy. And I think, yeah, with war stories, and then as it built towards the end, like I really like, okay, I get it. And I think even a little bit with out of gas, when we get to see him with the fucking mustache, it was like, okay, like yeah. you know, he became a little more endearing. But like that the impact of that scene was only because like I had finally grown to appreciate him towards the end of the series And it was like, fuck, I just started to like this guy and now yeah. you've killed him. Like whereas like, yeah, like watching the little few lines. Like, he's got lines similar to his lines at the early part of the series where I was just like, just shut up. You don't have anything constructive to say. Mm. Just shut up, you know? Right. So that was something I actually thought of when that happened. I was like, oh, Joel isn't going to (laughs) care. That's the... I like to... whenever people say they love Firefly,
0: because I'm a horrible human being, the first thing I do is say, I have a Firefly joke for you. And they go, what is it? And I say, how does a Reaver clean their spear? And if they have heard it before, they're already screaming. If not, they go, how? And I say, he puts it through the wash.
2: <laughs> and then they scream. Have you seen the wash pop?
1: No. You know, like the pop <laughs> minifigure? Yes. It's,
2: it's him, and it's got a spear that's, like, puncturing the plastic what going the into his
1: chest.
2: <laughs> yeah, listeners, you should look it up. It's, it's, it's horrifying and hilarious at the same time. Let me see. So uh, I've,
0: I've managed to find the actual washpot which is not speared I'm afraid
3: <laughs> the thing um, that uh, Fillion oh, says at the end go. is it something he says before in the series
2: which which thing
3: the uh, what am I going to say you know I'm going to say it I like to hear you say it the thing about making the oh, ship his home with thing. love Yeah. With oh, yeah. River at the is end. that something yeah. he said before if
0: it is it's not something I've noticed yeah. before not, so I've not... either missed it or it hasn't happened yeah. yet
2: not specifically, yeah. I mean, like, it's it's a central theme that kind of, you know, it's it, it doesn't... Again, having watched the series, it doesn't seem out of place because, like, this is a dysfunctional family, right but it's a family. Right. And, like, that's sort of at his core, kind of through the whole thing, like, he's the dad, and he'll say shitty things, and he'll piss people off, but ultimately, like, he loves everyone on the ship, you know? and like that moment where they're like where jane's like why did you bring her back on the ship like after she kicked like the yeah. everybody's ass and passed out he's like and then you brought her know. back on the ship yeah and it's kind of like <laughs> why did i and it's like you know it's 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 either that either he doesn't know or either it's kind of like well i don't want to admit it because then you guys are gonna you know not take yeah. me as seriously but but it's just like yeah like i, I love you guys you guys are my family you for know, for all
0: the big talk in the beginning chunk of the film yeah the friction between him and the doctor yeah they've been
3: around long enough that he's really starting to care about their well-being yeah you know when it comes push
2: comes to shove he doesn't really want to just push them off the boat how
3: and they've been on the ship um that's well, the thing is how, i'm not how sure how much, how much yeah is
2: between the end of the series and serenity yeah like the when episode they, one is when they first come on the ship is so when it's been a long okay because them it, two a, and shepherd book all come on yeah, at that, that first because yeah. that's
3: the kind of sense that like. With some of the character dynamics, you got the sense that, okay, these guys have been around a long time. Mm -hmm. But it seemed like since we were shown the escape with uh, River and her brother, it's like, okay, they're new, and the way is treating them is like they're stowaways, like they've been taking up space. And it hadn't seemed like a very long time. But for the whole of the series, they've been there.
2: Right, but the other crew was also together way before no, that. No, right, I know so, that, yeah.
3: but, like, l- there was at least 14 episodes of them right. having no, been right. yeah. part of the... Plus, sort of
0: between yeah. the shows. And, I mean, <clears> right. which... that seems like a long time, because the yeah. Book's gone off and founded the settlement.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, which, that kind of reminds me of, like, and, uh, to make reference something else that you hate. Uh, the Princess Bride, you know, the, Good night, Wesley, sleep well, and most likely kill you in the morning. You know, like, that was just his... You know, interaction. That was that. that was their right, relationship. Yeah. You know. Every night so like, for that's, fifteen years.
0: Yeah. he Said I'll probably kill you in the morning. Yeah. So
2: this is just kind of their. That's how they relate to each other. Mm-hmm. Is you and your sister came on, caused a bunch of trouble. I'd like to get rid of you, but not really. It's like, like you but know, you're yeah. still useful. Yeah. And this is this is another thing that kind of like <clears throat> is one of those where, uh, you know, it can be considered kind of not fair because it's a story outside of it. There was a comic book series that I. I can't remember if it came before the movie or right after it, but they do some heist and it's like, you know, and the, what is it? It's, I forget like the details, but they've got to get the, you know, the gold money, whatever. And throughout like them going through the heist and gearing up to do the heist, like this is going to be the biggest heist they've ever done. Like it's enough money where he can pay everybody on the ship enough money to go start their own life, do whatever they want. And everybody is like telling the story of what they're gonna do with their share and, like, oh, I'm gonna go here and start this. I'm gonna start it, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then at the end, there's this moment where like someone comes on the ship and robs the robs, you know, steals their, their booty or whatever. And they're like, oh, what the hell, and blah, blah, blah. And then they kind of do this flashback. And it turns out like Mal, like, let the people come wow. steal the shit because he was gonna lose his family if they all got that money. So it kind of shows that he's like, oh, fuck, like, I thought we, you know, everyone would want to stay with me, and we just live comfortably together, not fucking bail on me. So it's like I don't, I don't want them to leave. Like I want, you know, so that kind of gives a clue to that the inner part of his personality that he is a hard ass, but he also like, you know, he he sees. I don't know if he consciously sees himself as a father figure, but kind of like, and I know what's best for you guys. Oh, but then again, also being selfish of like, well, I don't want you guys to leave. You know, I don't, I don't want to have an empty nest. You know, right. so that kind of moment like you know even though you never saw that story like that that does fit and same thing with this like he's never said that exact thing but you're like oh yeah that makes sense like he loves this ship he loves his life he loves his crew you know they're his family and so and even stuff like why he still keeps Jane on the ship you know. Yeah. Like yeah. they have a bunch of right. different issues oh together my God. throughout the
0: How many times did Jane threaten to just kill Mal and take over the ship? Right.
2: How many times <laughs> did Mal threaten to throw him out the airlock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Well there's one part too where I think it's in the first episode where the 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 Alliance like spy like pays Jane, I think, to betray the oh, captain. Yeah. And Jane does that, but it's also like the captain's in on it and they're doing it to ultimately trick that guy. James and just
0: plays both sides, yeah, because
2: he's not like committed to this crew, right? Well, but that's, then
0: yeah, it turns out eventually, much like Mao, he kind of is. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, and that was the thing too. The line was like, "Oh, you know, why did you stick with me instead of him?" He's like, "Oh, you know, you pay better." He's like, "What's going to happen?" Yeah. day some comes along and pays you more than me. He's like, "Well, that day will be interesting." And it's like, "Yes, <laughs> it will." And that's just where that's left hanging. Right. Like nothing ever really yeah. comes of that. But.
0: but. then it never really happens, you know. throughout yeah. The series. It, yeah. Uh, up to what I've seen, it. it never comes to pass. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and again, that could have been something Joss was planning for, like Episode Twenty or something. Like maybe, yeah, maybe James Jane finally the trial, betrays right, them, yeah. and
3: it's like, "Oh shit," you know, like. But. Mm-hmm. So, having seen the series in its entirety, just. Did this feel like a satisfying end?
1: Because
3: um, I've kind of heard mixed reviews of it.
2: <clears throat> well, that's the thing is it's not really an end because the story... Well, and what I remember hearing at the time was that I think Joss had a trilogy of movies planned. So if this one <laughs> did was, well. Yeah, if this <laughs> one did well, they would have done two others. But, of course, it didn't do well enough, so that was it. So And I think he was at least smart enough to see that possibly coming, so it was like, okay... Like this has to be left open, but not cliffhanger left open. You know, um, I mean, kind of like, I feel like the first matrix ends that way where it it is still open-ended, but it is a a bit of a conclusion where if the other two didn't get made, like most people, I'm sure most people prefer the other two never got made. But, like, it left it where, okay, this is building towards something bigger, but it's still kind of closed. So I, I felt like it had that sense, where this story that we were following in this one movie, yes, closed off. But it's like, but, I mean, that's the thing. Like, Mal and these people, they're just going to be do this is their life. They're going to be doing this until they die. So it's like, there's always more stories. There's always, you know, more that can come of it, you know, like that guy hints that, oh, the Alliance is still going to be pissed, they still might come after you, so that could have come up in a story later, but you're also just like, well, the Alliance is after them anyway, just because, you know, they're they're outlaws and they're doing what they're not supposed to and the Alliance doesn't like that, they want to be controlling what everyone's doing, so I mean, I can only see what would be a real ending, would be to somehow finally defeat the Alliance, you know, and be like, yay, now everybody gets to be cowboys, I guess, but I don't know (laughs) necessarily... (laughs) Yeah, right, you know, (laughs) So, so I don't know. I mean, that, as far as like, yeah, as far as a quote, an actual quote unquote ending, or everybody dies, you know, like, I mean, every story is gonna kind of be open un- unless, yeah, those two things happen. You actually so, defeat the big bad for good, or everybody's
3: dead. Like, so maybe maybe a better question is, did it feel like a part of the series for you, like it, an extension of it, or do? Did it yeah, feel... It, it was it, satisfying in that yeah, sense?
2: it felt like, like the a grown-up version of the series, you know? Okay. Like, it definitely felt like it was, you know, it was... It, and honestly, it was jarring when I remember seeing it because, you know, like, the show hadn't been around for years and, um, you know, the, the people do look drastically different than they did in the series, like, especially Shepard Book, like, with his cornrows, like... Mm-hmm. And he looks a lot older yeah, than right? he did in the show. And,
0: you know, that's funny that it... In that sense the film for me was super satisfying in terms of I like I said, I had assumed that we were gonna see Shepherd Book leave mm-hmm. and everything. Like, oh he left, it's hard to settlement. Oh, and the companion left. I ooh, I still have more series to watch and I'm gonna see all that and it's gonna be great. Um, I mean apparently it's not, I'm not gonna see that, it's mm-hmm. not gonna happen. But on the opposite side of that, that Kaylee and the doctor were still freaking dancing around, I was like, God yeah. Jeremy like, I was hoping that would happen in yes. the series and we're here and it still hasn't happened. In that sense, it was both enticing
2: and disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. My, my favorite part of that, I don't know if you noticed, too, because this is when you were like talking about, like, oh, we found where we left her. <laughs> but as they sink down, River's head drops down from the
3: ceiling, and she's, like, watching yeah.
2: them. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: Well, I mean, she's psychic, so she would have been knowing what's going on anyway. Yeah, but... ship
0: gremlin. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: But it, oh. it felt like a, a, an extension of the series, and it was yeah, satisfying in that sense. Yeah,
2: it, it definitely felt like, you know, um... they I guess they feeling ca- yeah. like
3: the series is kind of fanboy bullshit, yeah. but, like, just st- still <laughs> interested, like, what...
2: Yeah, I mean, they, they captured, like, what what it was we loved about the show. Like, it took, it took a minute to get used to the extra, you know, no pun intended, shiny coating that it had because it was a film, not a TV show, mm-hmm. um... But like, yeah, and I guess that's why I kind of called it the grown-up version, like that it was, it wasn't just like another episode, it did have, it did feel like the scope was much bigger, the budget was bigger, like it had room to explore more things, um, it did, it is one of those things too that I feel like it did take me a few times to really get the implications of everything, um, You know, just because, like, I think that that was part of it, too, is, like, I didn't, you know... As it's unfolding, I think I wasn't keeping track of, okay, what do we know so far? Like, the first time I watched it, because I wasn't used to the the pacing of, we're going to take two hours to tell one story. Like, even with the pilot, it's still... To me, I think I was always... I always watched it as two parts, like a two-part episode. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's just how it was on the DVD or whatever. So it kind of seemed like... You know, oh, here's one episode with a cliffhanger, and then another episode that finishes it. Whereas this to have like just sort of one driving force going forward, and kind of having a lot of things to do. Like it took me a while to kind of really see what the point of the movie was. You know, Mm -hmm. if that if that makes sense. Like, okay, there's this assassin guy we've never seen him before, and there's this, and they're talking about this and that. Okay, and she's psychic, and I think I didn't really get the implications at first of like the oh, you had a member of parliament in the room with a psychic. You know, and and that they were kind of tying back that okay this is what you know they're after her for like and that's the thing too is like they're after her through the whole show
1: mm-hmm. so yeah.
2: it wasn't necessarily just oh it's fine that she's gone oh it's like that was kind of a thread that kind of explained a bigger thread and had bigger implications and then kind of getting to the planet and kind of explaining the reavers like by you know it was so it was just kind of like i do almost kind of wonder if it was just sort of my 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 lack of being able to follow a, a, a kind of more windy storyline or if it was kind of like i don't know how to i don't I don't want to say it was just like you know how sometimes we're like if you, if you're putting a story together you're like yes this narrative makes sense but it it makes sense because you're seeing the bigger picture and you can right. see all the moving parts Whereas if you kind of lay it out to someone, you know, is it harder to follow because those parts aren't readily apparent? And by seeing it one or two times, I did, definitely did kind of, it, the pieces fell into place a little bit better. Um, I think sometimes I'm also really bad, and this is kind of bothers me because I feel like I shouldn't be the person who does this, but I'll, I'll miss things in the beginning that are important later on. And then when they call back to them, it's like, wait, so I, I still don't get why this guy's after that. And what, the, uh, and, you know, and it wasn't until I saw it again, like, oh, okay, it's this moment in the very beginning, this one line of dialogue, like, this is the whole reason this guy is going after, them. oh, okay, like, so, sometimes it's, like, stupid things like that, where it's, like, you know, and that's why, you know, like, that's one of the reasons why, like, I like to say, okay, is this a flaw in the movie, or did I miss something, is this my fault that right. I'm not getting?
3: This? Well, that's something also, like, it took me, even while he was saying that line of dialogue, to make the connection as, like, oh, okay. It's, yeah, they were in the same room, and she's psychic. Like, I don't think I it had the weight
2: they're... that he expected it to have right. when I he think, wrote like, that line yeah. and made that scene. No, right. yeah. You know, that it's like, oh my god, you know, you know, and like, I feel like, you know, if you had made something like that today, maybe it would have more more weight. Where it's just like, oh, you put Trump in a room with a psychic. It's like,
1: oh, oh, right. goody. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, that type of thing is like, I think that would have the weight because we we get all those implications, but. um and I think a lot of maybe what it relies upon is that the um you know you're kind of in it with Mal because you like those characters but you're not necessarily like oh yeah the alliance is evil you know it's like well of course they're breaking the law so the law is coming after them you know you guys are bandits and you know but you're kind of like well but we know you're good people but the you're still breaking yeah in that sense. whereas like I think they like this kind of almost solidified yeah,
3: the alliance as evil.
2: Right. But but only at the end once you see what the right. implications are, not with that one line, like, yeah, okay, they're members of parliament, like sure, they all have secrets, whatever. So it wasn't as as weighty until you know that oh shit. Like they were responsible for that, and that's what she found out, and that's where like we gotta kill her because, you know, we can't let this get out. This our whole thing could crumble. Um and the other part of it there was one thing that i i did remember that i did want to discuss in terms of like you know my my feelings on the movie as a whole is that the i do find the ending and i've had to kind of comes come to terms with this just <laughs> for the sake of like okay it's the narrative but i i do find the ending um unsatisfying and this was another thing that took me a while to really get the ending and it was because i don't i don't think it was a realistic ending that because you can't pretend, you can't present to someone who believes something, you can't present them actual truth and have them just drop their belief the right. way he did. The way he was presented with this information and just go, oh, I was wrong all along in these things I believed in, these ideals ideally, I Ideally, that's what you would want. Yeah, ideally, is, yes. Right. yes. You see,
0: I think the problem there is the way they portrayed the operative's belief. that Because his belief is in... I, as it turned out, his belief was in the Alliance as a legitimate good thing that was going and providing technology and civilization and making right. things better. And so all, as soon as he saw that his Alliance was willing to do that sort of thing and do that cover-up, that changed everything for him. But his belief was presented as much more blind faith, much more r- r- zealotry. Mm-hmm. And because yeah. it was presented that way, yeah, there's a bit of a disconnect between, oh, he
3: just gave that up? Yeah. Great. But and I feel like mm, if they had had a season to work with where it was like, that guy, it was his season, he was on the tail of Mal the whole time. Right. And near misses, and it's like... And he was less of
0: a zealot and more of just a person who really... Or just, like,
3: slowly becoming, like, respecting Mal for what he was and understanding him better. And then at the end, it's like, I didn't get you It's like a Javert, uh, um... Javert and uh, Valjean. Valjean relationship in like mid The idea of, like, pursuant and hatred and not understanding, and then as... As you're slowly becoming aware of the wrongs that have been done in each other's lives, mm-hmm. then you're mm-hmm. better off for And then
0: at the end, it turned out he was also a soldier, like Mal was. Mm-hmm. And Mal showed him, like, you know, soldiers need causes. I'm glad you like yours, but, you know, maybe right? you shouldn't.
2: Yeah. Well, no, and, and that's the thing is, like, I understand why that should work. Right. But, you know, and maybe, that, maybe it was a different time when it was written, but, like, nowadays, like... Especially like that—that that makes no—that—that you know, that doesn't work. I mean, how how often are people with strong beliefs shown scientific evidence of things, mm-hmm. and they're just like, N- no, no.
0: That's like, what I mean about what, they should have yeah. presented his belief differently in the beginning of the Yeah, film. no, because
3: right. it it it. it it's Christian. Like, that's how it sounds, yeah. right? Doesn't he talk about it? Like, I'm a good... He keeps talking about sin, right?
2: Well, I, th- I think Mal says that, or... wait, does no, no, he, no. Say, he, he says who yeah, yeah, to the, the, one the who asks, you know, What is your sin? Yeah. The, 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 well, no, yeah. the sins, but, like, the whole... The Christian thing, I think... Was that was that him was that Mal that said... Or he said something, he's like... One of them doesn't... Doesn't he say something like, oh, that doesn't sound very Christian or something like that? Oh, book. What's well, with book. Oh, that's book right. Says. That's what I, I was say. thinking. Okay. You're yeah, because yeah, book, they never really... I don't think they have mm-hmm. established what his like actual quote unquote religion so is. Shepherd. Just he's yeah, he's I mean, a, yeah, His yeah. whole role
0: is to be this whatever the religions have amalgamized into in yeah. this future. Yeah, I guess that's part of it too. Yeah. They don't
2: really <laughs> talk about what religion has become. Like yeah, you assume it's there. It's meshed right, yeah. together,
1: right?
2: But, but yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. Like like it should have been, and I guess that's part of it. Is if he was more. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that was the thing is that he talked about belief so much that it was like, you know, and that's, I mean, that's, the, that's isn't that the kind of the nature of belief is to hold to this ideal regardless of evidence, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's like that, you know, otherwise it's not a belief, it's fact, you know, right. so like the fact that you can present a fact to belief and tear down that belief, like that's from at least from what I've seen and what I am seeing in the world now, that's not how belief works. Is that you hold to the belief, however irrational it is, to the detriment of the world and everyone around you, you know? Mm. And like, you know, it's it was it was nice that he came around, but I
3: I don't know how realistic that. The was. other thing is like he's kind of like he's Terminator Two, right? Like just juggernautically coming right. after you yeah. this whole time. He's very formidable. He seems to be unshaken in his faith or his belief or mm-hmm. in his cause. Yeah. And then we have like he's just paralyzed kind of his throats crushed and then he's yeah
2: i think he dislocated his shoulders i think is yeah. what he did because so like that's, that's why his arms it, wouldn't right? work like, i think
3: like, i don't know that, it, it yeah. just seemed like
1: yeah that whole part is clumsy he's, he's like
3: taken what? out of commission and mal doesn't kill him so i don't know yeah it's so maybe just... it's
2: like oh, okay like mal isn't as bad of a person that's as i thought thing. he was if you had to like... let
3: that relationship breathe more if they had a history or something like if they had a whole season to work with yeah. that might have been more satisfying. You know, the more or, we
0: talk about this, the more it feels like that operative was meant to be introduced in the series. Yeah, uh, like no, no, Because yeah. you talked about, you know, they're always, the Alliance is always looking for, for... River. River, thank you. I was going to say Summer, the actress's name. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, for River. And that's... But and then again, the like no one on the ship now. is super... Yeah. Right, exactly. That would have been the someone somewhere was checking back on the case and found the part where that guy implicates a parliamentarian yeah. in the room and goes, "Oh, this is this actually is a bigger a problem. problem than we thought it was." Yeah, you are going to solve this for us. Right. And he comes up, and then we get a whole season of that being our overarching right plot. And then, yeah, the more we talk about that, the more that makes that feels right. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm still tripping tripping over the, the jargon how they talk, and I don't, and I'm <laughs> trying to to rationalize why I'm okay with stuff like that in like Fury Road, right? Because mm-hmm. they talk about guzzling and shiny and chrome and all these things but I, it's just...
0: I'll say again I think it's because it the way it's it made just, more sense, it had more time to breathe in the show. Right, yeah. I think in, the, yeah.
3: the, in Serenity it's like matter of fact this is just how they talk. It wasn't gradually introducing phrases to kind of let you have a latch onto it to gradually mm-hmm. get re- used to it. Yeah. In the way that, like, Fury Road did, where it's like, okay, this yeah. is how these raiders talk, and <laughs> mm-hmm. they're talking about Valhalla and having it relate to chrome and shininess, and because they're in such a dingy, like, mm-hmm. that part of the world building is very gradual and deliberate in Fury Road, but in this, it was just like, yeah, this is how they talk in the series, and just deal with it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, and and, I mean, that's how it kind of pops up in the series too. Mm -hmm. Is it just like out of nowhere? And I think you're left to extrapolate that, like, oh, what they're speaking is a a mix of English and Mandarin. Oh, okay, those are the two countries who are left to have influence on everything. So those are the two languages they're using. Um, Plus, like, what what it reminded me. of is like, you know, which it doesn't get explained this way, but in Terminator 2 when the whole hasta la vista baby, like like, oh, let's bring in cute phrases from other languages that we like and we'll incorporate them, but like kind of seeing him explaining that to the Terminator, like, okay, like that's why we're using this kind of, this weird Spanish phrase that like, you know, you know, it, so I think it was kind of like that type of thing, because a lot of when they say like the Mandarin phrase, I think it's like either like squares or certain like exclamations like I think that they're not I don't know that any of them are necessarily fluent in Mandarin. It's just like, oh, yeah, I know a few phrases that just sort of come out right. like that. You know, and I've you know, i seen that, you know, throughout that thing where it's like, yeah, like you pick up certain phrases in languages and it's like, oh, it's more fun to say this in this other language than to say it in my own
3: language, you know. And, it's like a Manglish rather than a yeah, Spanglish. Yeah.
2: Like like one of the things that occurred to me one time is like how people say, like, oh, vamonos. And it's like, do people who speaks Spanish, Like, will they say, let's go as a joke? Like, oh, let's say this phrase in English even though we speak Spanish. Like, did they do that same thing? Or is that just like I a weird... I know a lot of
3: kids who grow up bilingual will just switch between... I mean, it's a code-switching thing, mm-hmm. too. Like, it, it's dependent on context. But yeah. when you grow up learning languages kind of succinctly, you think in both languages. So yeah. it's, it's just kind of... It's not a one-for-one translation in their right. head so much yeah. as an English speaker learning another language or the other way. It's yeah. just... I learned these phrases at this time, so the synapses in my brain, this is right, how right. my Those thought process yeah. works. Yeah, Which is so cool. I wish I had learned languages earlier in my life. Mm. Never too late, but still. Yeah. Mm. But I don't want to learn whatever the fuck they're speaking in this. <laughs> Well, <laughs> and, that,
2: and that's what's funny, too. What almost bothers me more is a lot of their... Not even the slang, like, like shiny or goram. It's almost
3: school, too. Like... like turn of the century yeah
2: like the whole i aim mighty. to misbehave," right like, like or like what's the other there's a few other phrases like that in this where i'm just like yeah i remember how much i don't like that like that it's part of the, the quote-unquote charm of the show that was but the yeah. thing in the
3: first episode was like they think they're so damn cute don't right. they with how it's written it's just like i get it you're a cowboy yeah but a space cow okay, okay. yeah like i don't know
2: Yeah, it's almost like, I think what makes it jarring is probably, like, the, yeah, the contrast. Like, it's not like, I feel like if it was, like, New York-speak mixed with Mandarin. You know, like, oh, here's, but I mean, maybe that's the thing is, like, you know, kind of you were comparing New York to the alliance for, you know, the the more established, civilized part of it. In terms of the
0: way that, like, the West was still a part of the U.S. and, like, the banks would try to operate and marshals would come through. But that day-to-day, there was no trace of that national power. yeah. And again, that's not to say that's reality. But that's the way things are in film, you know. And that's the way it is here. That officially, this is the alliance won, right? The war's over. But in practice, day to day, a lot of these frontier planets are sort of on their own, <laughs> which is why you can operate on the fringes of the, the whole See, cast. Yeah, like does. the
3: dialect doesn't make it. Like, why would you revert back to old timey speak if this is <laughs> the right. future? Like, I, yeah, I, yeah it, because
0: it, they wanted it. To, thought it was cool. That's you know. That's why. That, I mean, <laughs> the the just,
3: nostalgia for generations generations back I don't know it, it just seems like we get its Wild West like that that's what it's predicated on like yeah. that's what people sold the idea on so that seemed to be like a little flourish that didn't seem necessary I don't know
2: well you, you know what what occurred to me this time watching it too like hearing about the story of like the alliance versus the brown coats is I was like what if the brown coats are actually the south <laughs> you know? Like, instead mm-hmm. of it being, Audible we think, we think race. yeah, we think well, East and West, we, we but, like, hear... because of the cowboy thing, but, like, you know, when we think back to the part of the country that didn't want to be controlled by the other part of the country, and it's like, oh, yeah,
0: like, I a little bit. I mean, I, they, they portray it definitely more as that there were a bunch of independent regions or systems or sectors, mm-hmm. or or one, but or more, but that the Alliance were the ones who got greedy and said, no, <laughs> you know, we don't want neighbors, we want sectors <laughs> right yeah um yeah. but to be fair in the series we also don't get a lot of either way of what it was like to live in either either in the alliance or out of it mm-hmm. you know all we ever do see is this yeah this fringe yeah we see the
2: ship and then we see it, yeah know. like the criminals that they interact with to be able to like sell yeah, their goods or whatever to exist outside of the alliance yeah. despite its victory you know
0: and that's although I will say what I liked and liked to this we only got a brief mention of it but what I liked in general in the show was this the the dynamic between the Alliance and those there's sort of a like a don't ask don't tell like a live and let live about those frontiers but mm-hmm. right, every so often the Alliance shows up and adds their tech and metropolitanizes another planet but that otherwise these frontiers are still out there and there's still people who want to live out there and our reach only goes so far so we're just gonna kind of shrug unless things become a big enough problem mm-hmm. and it happens in a particular episode to, to not, not spoil anything plot-wise, but at this moment, his, uh, his ship gets boarded by an Alliance cruiser. You know, a massive Alliance ship shows up and they're gonna... They're, well, they're looking for River. So River and, and the Doctor hide in the you know in the floorboards, Millennium Falcon style, and everyone else gets marched off onto the cruiser ship and gets their credentials checked and everything. And the conversation between the Alliance officer and Mao is just great. There's this smug sort of, you know, Ah, uh, you know, Serenity, name for your ship. You wear a brown coat, I see. How's that turn out for you? You know, sort of smug assholery from the from the guy, and this sort of defiant like, can we just get this over with? You can do your stupid shakedown. Get get me out of here, from Mal. And and at one point, like I think he says, you know, you're looking kind of kind of suspicious. You know, you're nervous at all? He's like, I hate you, and you know that. She's <laughs> like, yeah, okay, go get out of here. You know, we're done with you. Yeah. And it's that whole interaction was great. You know, because they weren't sort of. You know, ah, you, oh, you were a soldier in the Civil War. Put him in jail immediately. It was, you know, war's over. They lost. They're gonna get back to their lives. Like, we know you're not gonna like it. We're gonna keep our eye on you. But get out
2: of here. You know, that was that was such a neat dynamic. Yeah. Every time it came up in the series. <laughs> well, I think that was also the 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 source of one of the iconic lines that actually became, uh, you know, in late 2016 was made a bunch of memes out of it, where <laughs> he makes a comment about you know being on the wrong side of the fight. He was like. I was on the losing side. I'm still not convinced it was the wrong oh, yeah. side. Right.
0: Like, yeah, it comes from that episode. I'm yeah. thinking of. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The like guy asks, you know, how does it feel being on the wrong side of history? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Being on the losing side. I don't know on the wrong side. Gotcha. So, Pathetic. And we do, <laughs> we do get a couple of very brief glimpses, and maybe we get more in those last few episodes, but. Mm. Everything I say is the caveat of maybe the last three episodes changeless, but we get a few (laughs)
3: glimpses of... Notice I have said I've seen the first part of the episode like once, and you guys are constantly defending how much of it you've seen. (laughs) Well,
0: I just... I want to, you know... And and you'll Mm -hmm. you'll step in, obviously, if I say something dumb, but knowing that I've seen more than I thought I did has emboldened me a bit. We get a few brief glimpses of what Alliance Planets are like. That hospital episode, for example. Mm -hmm. But it really doesn't tell us whether either Mal or the Alliance was the right or wrong side of history. Mm-hmm. You know, neither, the show seemed to very carefully avoid that. Yeah. In any very definitive fashion. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, and that's, uh, I think that's kind of the whole point, and, like, he brings it up in this one about, you know, the Alliance believe they can make people better. You know, which, it, it's so interesting that he puts it that way, because I feel like that that is the thinking that some people like that have like well yeah why wouldn't you want to make people better but it's like ah but it's make that's the thing we have problem with not better you want to make them into something you know and and you know that it's it's i almost had to like re-listen to what he said and it's like i, I can't believe this is the, the linchpin of his whole speech but it's like but no that that is it it's like you know yeah like people have the potential to be better but it should be up to them to become better not you make them better you know and and again that doesn't really come out in the show in that same way because we don't know that they are the ones gassing this planet to try to make them more docile or whatever Creating Um,
0: create by accident
2: yeah but i mean but i mean those the people on that side of the argument you know it's like yeah like how can you think what we're trying to do is wrong we're just trying to make people better you know and and it's like you know they're focusing on the better part you know and um yeah, so I think, and, and like yeah. all good villains, you know, they're not inherently evil. We're coming back to what I, I
0: feel like we would have got with this operative if he'd been in the show for a season right. of, yep. like, he yeah. would have had this whole back and forth between, which was touched on very briefly in the opening here, between that the Alliance is, it's bringing technology and stability and health equipment. Right, you know, yeah, better medicine, and, yeah. Right, you know. and, you know, between the operative going, like, this is what they're doing, and then Mal going, yeah, but look at these things they've done, and the operative going, so I should should throw my faith away in them because this government makes mistakes? You know, when other governments make mistakes, their people, and then going, but which mistake is too big to forgive, and how much of it is mistake and how yeah. much of it is purposeful, right. and the the undercurrents are there. Yeah, we just never got to see it. Yeah,
3: and so well, I, think, and, like, I think those the casting choice of those two characters is great. Like those those quality actors, it would been fun to see them parry a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, what were you gonna say, Tim?
2: Well, no, just like that. That I think that's just now occurred to me. Like how much better of it. It was of a choice for, for, for Joss to write it as, this isn't a mercenary, he's not doing this for money. And like how Inara says that, like he's more dangerous because he believes, you know. Like even if the money runs out, he's still going to finish his job because he believes in it, you know, and that that's going to just override everything in his program, you know. and So I think it was, it was interesting that like that that's what he wanted the focus of this story to be is not about like yeah he's just a hired gun who's going to come in and you know do what he does to get the job done it's like like no they planted this seed and he is going to carry it out because of his belief you know um not because well if i don't do this i won't get paid it's just like no and like that that conversation where it's like how he's saying there's not a place in the world for him like he doesn't belong there even but he believes in something bigger than himself and it's just like oh god are you okay i see what's going mm-hmm. on here like that's terrifying you know like I am kind of glad, in a weird way, that like we are at three different points. Like Scott watched most of it, you watched a little of it, I've seen all of it. Yeah. Just I feel like it's way more interesting than it was. Just if it was just the three of us had seen all of it and loved it and were just gushing the whole time. Like right. I do feel yeah. like this is, and and that's the thing is like I've I know with with some things that that we can love, we can tend to get defensive about them. But yeah. like but with this, I think because of its history, like I have come to understand that like you know, number one, it's not for everybody. Number two. You know, people have such vastly different experiences with it. Like, how they, like, if they saw it originally on TV when the episodes were aired out of order and it was just like, yeah, I don't like it, you know, and, you know, other people who I, 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 you know, have likes in common with thinking that they'll like it and not like it, you know, there's other people I've kind of suggested it to. Other people have said, yeah, I tried watching it years ago and I didn't care for it. And so it's like I came into it ready for, you know, yeah, like, I'm not going to take it personally if everyone doesn't love it, you know, so it was kind of cool to have the, uh, um, to be able to have that that discussion and to not yeah not just gush over it but to be like you know and and, and you know like i said with with the, the last thing like even though like with the the ending you know even though i do love it like i i can still see the floor well or my perceived flaws you know i i i can see something that doesn't sit well with me and you know but still still love it still be like yeah i will watch it again i will show it to to, to people who want to see it you know and you know i know not to i know not to force it on people cuz for some reason this is you know one of those things that like and i feel like there are a lot of shows like that like you know um i feel like there are other shows i've tried to like you know that, that i was super into and it's like oh yeah you should watch this it's like yeah i've seen it I don't, I don't it doesn't really
1: yeah.
2: you know um you know i mean lost was another big one like that where some people loved it some people hated it some people loved it at the beginning but then when it left the whole oh we're just stranded on an island and oh it got too weird for me and i don't like how it ended and this you know yeah. so it's like you know, I like that. I enjoy things like that that are that are bigger than just like yes. I want us all to have the same opinions about this thing. You right. know, um,
3: so. one day I'm gonna make you guys watch the Cape, and I'm not gonna defend it because it's garbage. Like it's it's a terrible, <laughs> terrible show. I just delight in how silly it
2: is. The Cape is that like a superhero? Yeah, like a, okay. he's,
3: a, he's a cape-themed superhero trained by circus performers. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it didn't even finish airing it, it had they, 10 like, episodes they stopped it mid episode they, they, they're like this is so bad <laughs> <laughs> people are destroying their televisions oh it's yeah. so much fun the guy who plays Azrael in um uh Gotham okay was the main villain okay his name was Chess Chess oh god it was great nice. <laughs> it was so good
0: I'm always three moves ahead <laughs> 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 oh No, no. Thank you for bringing this to us, Tim. Yeah, Yeah, no, thank you, guys. I I
2: enjoyed it. No, it's good. Yeah. So actually, yeah, that's one of the things I'm interested in. So, so Scott, do you think you'll finish the series? You know, since you're so that's a good question.
0: So I know you won't finish the series. I don't think the film on its own would have motivated me to go back and finish the series, Mm -hmm. but now knowing that I only have four left, I might. Right. Yeah. Actually. Mm -hmm. And so, if I'd known that beforehand, then the film might have been irrelevant to our decision anyway. Just, like, if before I'd watched the film, you'd said, you only have the four, right? I would have gone, oh, well, well, dang, like, I yeah. might as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, I, I think I will. Nice. I I will. Especially since War Stories is next, apparently, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's one of the ones you talk about. Yeah. And having, you talk about Out of Gas and Janestown, which are the things I also talk about, like, mm-hmm. yes, I think I'm back. You yeah. Know, I think I'll finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. I think I will.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's the thing, too, is don't expect the last episode to, like, leave you at the door. You know, it's not no, going to be, the be like, of a, the film, right, or, it's not yeah, going to be no. like uh, uh, Rogue One you know, we're yeah. like, oh, okay, this is where the, it's, it's like you're, it's going to end, and you're going to be like, how how the hell? No, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah. Have you seen that cut? Someone put together, yeah,
0: and the rug one, opening, it just immediately, home, yeah, just, <laughs> that was beautiful, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and then I saw a um, someone posted a little chunk from the Battlefront video game, the Star Wars video game. Mm. There they were, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi he was clone, he was a clone army, and he just however it, however it worked out. He just basically Vadered the entire enemy team. Oh, nice! Just walked forward with the block button down and ever so often slashed someone that gets close. Mm-hmm. And he just posted that and went. This was, you know, easily the coolest thing I've done in this game. So someone else cut that together with the audio from Vader cutting nice. through the troops. <laughs> 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 Change the voices to be droids, you know.
1: Nice.
3: <laughs> it was great. I think this signals yeah. my my end of attempts with Firefly. Departure. Yeah, I think I'm done. I mean, I think the most I would do is maybe watch Out of Gas. I think that sounds yeah. more...
1: Mm-hmm. That speed.
0: almost should have been the first episode. Not should have been, but yeah. I guess it, in a way it... I don't, out of Space Gas. Yes. Have we said this? <laughs> out of Space Gas. Yes. Yes. Have, have we told you what that episode's about
3: yet? No. It's. Well, I mean, it's in the title, right? Well, like, right.
0: And so, you know, Mal, they're stranded, and the ship's slowly going out of oxygen and stuff, and that's their A plot. But your B plot is how Mal... Met up with every single right. member yeah, of the no, cast, yeah, right?
1: Said that. Which yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> feels almost like that should have been episode two, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there you go. But,
2: yeah, <clears> one <throat> of the disclaimers. This has been like eating away at me the whole time. In in case I'm wrong, I just want to say that, you know before someone's like because it's been a while since I've watched it. Like there's something nagging at the back of my brain. Like, did Shepherd Book leave the ship during the show? Uh, so when you, you finish, let me know if that yeah, ends up happening I because I don't think it happens, but it, it it could be. But I don't think they like you see him establish the Haven. I think it's you almost you feel like the maybe there's a sense where he's like fallen. you know fuck you Mal and like just kind of leaves. But like part of me is like, no wait, that did it. But I was like, I can't remember, and I'm trying to yeah. think of like the last episode. Like, was he in the last episode? And I yeah. think he was. Like, I think I vaguely remember. So anyway, let me know. Yeah. And you, you, listeners, just so you're not like, oh, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Book leaves in this episode at this many minutes and seconds into the episode. Right. Um, it's yeah. been a while, so yeah, I can't quite remember. But I don't think so.
1: Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't want to lose all my street cred. <laughs> my Firefly street credit.
0: Space, <laughs> space, cred. Space, space street cred. <laughs> could they can just be space cred? Yeah. <laughs>
3: So we, uh, it is time for my favorite segment. <laughs> it is it is time for another <laughs> situational movie
1: recommendation.
3: <laughs> okay, so um We didn't even sing it this time in person. We're just no, gonna we cut it in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I
2: hope you edit out the part where you say it is time for, because the thing starts with, it is time I for. I love that it doubles <laughs>
3: up. <laughs> I love how shaky that is. For. by design. Yes. I know. I know. In no, my heart fine, of hearts, no, no, no. In my heart of hearts, I really want to do a better one for you, so that you have something better to work with. No,
2: I, I love it too. Love it. But see, what I want, we have to figure out a way to do an Easter egg somewhere. Of the the video that I remember, I told you I had to make a video to be able to yes. sync the audio yeah. to the audio. <laughs> I want to be able to post that somewhere. With the, did you see it? Did no. I send? Okay, we'll have to find a way to send it. Too. Yeah, <laughs> gosh. but I had to make a, you know because like the with the way my software worked, or like I think I had to upgrade my software, and I had older software. Anyway, I couldn't take existing audio and be able to sync the with the program I'm using to add audios and stuff, but it had a function to sync to video. So I had to take the audio that Joel sent me, turn it into yeah. a video. So I needed a visual component. So what I created for the visual component, I think, is hilarious. It's really. good. And cool. then I threw that in, and that's how I added. So anyway, yeah. maybe we'll, we'll yeah, that'll so be an Easter your, egg. What's somewhere.
0: the recommendation question <laughs> today? So, Jordan. <laughs> Damn it! Callback. Same episode. So
3: far back it was in the series and this is the movie that's how far that goes so what is a movie that you have watched so much that you've broken it that it's almost to the point where watching it is not enjoyable anymore Hmm. and I was very sad to have discovered this one for myself because I love this movie and I only have one in an unprecedented one pick for this category lead us off
0: man it's
3: it's holy grail I've just watched it so oh, many damn times yeah. that, and I mean, I have, I have the audio, like the soundtrack, which is just all of the bits, the audio from them. So I've listened to it ignazium oh, and I've wow. watched it ignazium to the point where, and it's, it was the one that everybody quotes in high school. Like it, yeah, it's, I mean, it's the one. most watched of any of their stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like, just and it's referenced to death yeah. and the last time I watched it is just like I need to put this away because I'm not enjoying it having seen it 150 yeah. times it was a very sad day because that was one of my go to uh, airplane movies like put it on my iPad and watch that traveling
0: hmm. my answer was also holy grail I don't know that you said that, <laughs> but, but so is mine! No, I mean, I mean, you're right, and it it also, especially just for it being a comedy, when you know all the jokes by heart, that yeah. you start to laugh because you remember it was funny, not because it is funny, you know. But I, my other sort of answer is, and it hasn't, it didn't quite happen. I think I put it away soon just enough, in time. but the Dark Knight, yeah, just as as actually the greatest Batman too. film ever made, right? That. I just watched again and again and again and then we got rises and I kept rewatching dark knight mm-hmm. because of like all of them in sequence or just whenever I want to pick one it's always just dark knight right. and then like wishing I had films or TV series that was just between dark knight and rises so I could just see him be batman right. for a while and
3: that yeah I, I don't know rises in a long
0: time and it was available to me too is the thing right like the animated series which you can see sitting under my coffee table here <laughs> is i guess i will now not do this with that but it could have been Mm -hmm. but i didn't own it you know it was an old it was pre-dvd tv series you know so so i didn't have a choice i watched that when it was on and then couldn't watch it otherwise whereas with the dark knight basically from the moment it came into existence i owned it at home
3: right i feel like with dark knight it's it's long enough that i'm deterred from watching it a lot yeah because mainly it's not something i put on in the background if i'm gonna watch Heath ledger's joker i'm watch, watch, like they're sitting still (laughs) for the almost three hours that that movie is, so that's kind of saved me from doing that I did watch, I mean I saw that five times in theaters Wow. so that, yeah, I think another one I broke pretty early was um, Force Awakens actually, I'm better about it like I've left enough time but I had broken it because I saw it five times in the theaters and then when mm-hmm. I got it I watched it a lot Yeah. so that was I need to stop watching the same things
0: <laughs> oh and I did that for Shin Godzilla <laughs> could not happen for me <laughs> like, between getting it and then watching it a lot and then watching it with you because I had to and then we podcasted and I had to watch it more and then yeah. and, and like because I <laughs> Like watched it a whole bunch, and then we podcasted and yeah. again. And it, yeah, that definitely got there. I definitely sat down some days and went, "Man, I want a film that's not a series that's just start to finish. It has some cool action." And I went, how about Shin Godzilla? Again, <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about that?
1: <laughs>
0: so yeah, there you go. There are my two answers. My, my typical maybe broken two. is a
3: misnomer number. Maybe, like, yeah, not a like a movie that you ruined, need to put away for a while. Yeah. To be able to enjoy it again. I'm almost done with Jurassic Park. Tyne and I like to throw that on. Because it's something we never fight about. It's like, hey, Mm -hmm. how's Jurassic Park sound? Awesome, put it on. Let's Mm -hmm. fall asleep to it. (laughs) So, sorry. I keep coming up with ones. No, that's
2: okay. Yeah, I feel... And and I mean, I think... Yeah, like, the not necessarily broken. Very close, but... Like, I think that, yeah, the two of them for me are probably, like, The Matrix and Fight Club. Um, and, and what's funny is, like, with the exception of, I think, watching The Matrix with you guys, I probably haven't seen it in a few years, aside from that, like, on my own. Oh, like, okay, probably since the, a few Thanksgivings where I, my wife went to her dad's for Thanksgiving and I stayed home, because it was in Phoenix, it wasn't, like, down the street, and I was like, oh, I'm staying home, it wasn't a fight, it was just... Um, <laughs> but, um... Yeah, like I was, I stayed home and watched the Matrix trilogy on Thanksgiving. So that was that was the last time I watched it like by myself, I think, which was I think a few Thanksgivings ago, um, and then with you guys. But yeah, like it was definitely like yeah, like I, I don't need to watch this, you know. And it's it's more left for special occasions. And Fight Club, I actually can't remember the last time I saw Fight Club, which is another one I'm thinking of bringing to this like in, in the spirit of a, a favorites kind of thing. In that you know if we ever do another like. Favorite cycle or something like mm. that, um, just because yeah, it was the it's the type of thing that like I don't know that I ever need to watch it again by myself. Right. But if it's like to bring it to you know, and even if you guys have already seen it, like oh, let's watch it together as an it. event. You haven't seen Fight actually Club? no. Ooh. Have you seen Fight Club, Joel? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was yeah. one that was like every three mm-hmm. months for a long time. Yeah.
2: So yeah, those are yeah, and it, it, so I think that's the thing is they're not they're not broken. It's just like, yeah, you know, it's like in elementary school when they make you practice writing your own name because that's like a new thing for you, mm-hmm. and then after a while, it's like, yeah, I know what my name is. I don't need to write it unless someone says, "Hey, you gotta sign this thing," you know. Right. So it's it's kind of like that. It's like it's it's in my DNA now. <laughs> but yeah, cool, cool.
0: That was a good one, John.
3: Yay! Okay. <laughs> it's always nice to bring one that doesn't just illicit dead
1: air
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that's uh thank you both for joining me for another episode and of our seventh cycle we've Ooh-hoo. come far yeah Ooh. uh thank that's you very much said. for yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for bringing us uh serenity i almost said firefly but you know yeah but same over. difference um, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, and uh Next is going to be the beginning of a new cycle, which means we start over. So Joel will be picking. Yes. What will you be winning us next month, Joel?
3: This this was tough. I had a whole bunch in the running, but yeah. I think we're gonna do. Um, there will be blood. Ooh. Um, Coen oh, Brothers film with um, Daniel Day Lewis starring. Yeah. And Paul excited. Dano.
0: I'm excited for a couple of reasons. Firstly, just that that's supposed to be really good, and it's eluded me for a long time. It's Which one of the ones
3: where I'm like, have you seen this? No, but I should. Yeah. It's right. Exactly. <laughs> but
0: then second, because I, I'm not exactly a lover of Coen Brothers comedies, but I have never seen a Coen Brothers drama. I don't think. If I have, I've done it without knowing. So I, that'll check that off for me as well.
3: From a cinematography standpoint, this is one of the most gorgeous films ever. Yeah. And with one of the most. Strange settings to be beautifully shot. Like it. It's yeah. I don't want to give you guys any context for it because it's. I I don't know. It's it's great. I really like it. It's one that, it kind of gets, in the rotation like every, month, month and a half. I watch it so, haven't broken it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be, episode twenty two. Yeah, coming 22. soon.
0: Sounds great. <laughs> Oh, it was not directed by them. They wrote it. They wrote it. Interesting. So it won't quite check that box off for me. Right. But it'll, it's it'll be a good step in the right direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm also thinking of, in terms of their dramas, I'm thinking of um, No Country for Old Men. They directed that, right? I don't think so, actually. Do they not direct the dramas that they write?
2: And then I'm,
3: I'm, I'm not sure. That's huh. a good point. <coughs> Why are we both? You're Googling. Well, I don't need to Google <laughs> Are... Did, did they
2: do um what's no, the one they directed that
3: they directed No Country for Old mm-hmm. Men but they that's that's why those two get confused so often it's because they came out the same year in the same season and they were both written by the Coen brothers
1: yeah
3: that's interesting what were you going to say Tim
2: oh just did, did they do um what's the Burn After Reading was that one yeah, of theirs yep. yeah okay that's that's one of theirs that I actually like I haven't seen that it's, it's actually good I liked it I like the uh I like the, the, the score the use of like the way they use like the, the, the Wait. sort of spy Wait a s- second music but
0: the, the writers for There Will Be Blood is
3: no it's somebody else yeah no. so is that not them at all? it's not I'm mm-hmm. an idiot Paul Thomas Anderson wrote and directed it mm. I guess I always thought it was I well, well not, regardless guess, i'm still super
2: excited yeah. because
3: it'll, it's good it's it's
0: been it's been too long i haven't managed to sit down and see it so.
2: we discussed the coen brothers so now you have to do no country for old men because that's who we talked no. about
3: <laughs> the movie's fine i'm this is the one of those two that i had seen true or not true blood that's there about be, vampires there
0: yeah. will be true blood <laughs> After, the thing, after what we We do need to shadows. end the
3: podcast because I'm just dying. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're all right. Episode over. Thank you all for joining us,
0: everybody. Uh, so <laughs> what happens when you blow the budget in the first <laughs> scene. <laughs> we will see you next time. Until then, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners, we appreciate you tuning in for our podcast. We're now available on iTunes if you'd like to check us out there. I'd be glad to have you subscribe. We'd also love to hear your feedback, whether it's a comment, review, or anything else. You can reach us all through our official Nerds That Geek emails, which you can find on the bio page at nerdsthatgeek.com. Or, if you can find us on social media, I'm on Instagram at scott__w__murray.
3: And then on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at joelt18.
2: And on Instagram, I'm thetimgerard. And on Twitter, I'm at
1: timgerard. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope you'll come back for more.